Good evening, church. So good to see so many of you gathered for this Watch Night Covenant Renewal Service. You know, last time we'll come to the Lord's table for communion, but this will be God's word for us as we close the year. And so will you join me in prayer now? Let's bring our hearts to the Lord. Father God, thank you. Breathe your living word upon each one of us. Lord, we need you. Holy Spirit, speak. We, your servants, we are listening. And Father, I pray, O Lord, that the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts will be acceptable to you, for you are our rock and redeemer. In Jesus' name, amen. Turn to your neighbor and say, are you ready for the new year? (laughs) To be honest, I think I just need one more day. It's been, a, it's been a long day for us pastors. We had the services in the morning and now watch night. And tomorrow is the new year. Then we're going to start a new year all together again. I just need one more day. I just need one more day. And today's scripture text is a really a familiar one. It's Joshua chapter 1. And allow me to read the first five verses. And then you join me for verse 6 to 9, which is the focus of today's tonight's sermon. Joshua chapter 1, verse 1 to 9. And I will read from verse 1. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses 8, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now then you and all these people get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land I'm about to give to them, to the Israelites. I will give you every place where you set your foot, as I promised Moses. Your territory will extend from the desert to Lebanon, and from the great river, the Euphrates, or the Hittite country, to the Mediterranean Sea in the west. No one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you, nor forsake you. And together now, be strong and courageous, because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their ancestors to give them. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. Keep this book of law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. And this is the word of our Lord. Thanks be to God. For Joshua, this scripture text that we read today is about a new beginning. It's about a new season. Finally, the Israelites are about to enter the promised land. Moses had passed on and now Joshua, their new leader, was to lead them into the land. Now, for the past 40 years, the Israelites were wandering in the desert because they had doubted God 40 years ago when they spied the land. And only Caleb and Joshua kept faith. They kept faith in God. But a whole generation could not enter the promised land because of their lack of belief in God. Now, this time, a new generation was finally about to enter the promised land. And I feel for Joshua. I imagine him telling God, God, just give me one more day. Just give me one more day to prepare for this new season. I think Joshua must have been very excited 
But I think he was also very fearful about the responsibility and the burden of leadership. I imagine Joshua asking himself, am I going to make it as the new leader? I'm not Moses. I can never be. How am I going to fill Moses' shoes? And how does this promised land even look like right now after 40 years? What are the challenges ahead? Are we going to survive? At what cost are we going to survive? And I think as we close 2023 and look ahead to a new year, we can all identify with Joshua. Because every new year brings with it the prospect of hope. And like the promised land, we hope for the fulfillment of something better. 2023 may have been great, but we hope for a better year ahead. 2023 has been difficult, and we wonder if 2024 will get better. And some of us shudder. We shudder to think of the challenges and some of the giants that we have to fight in the new year. Because we don't just enter the new year, we have to take possession of it. That means we have to fight the necessary battles to overcome the giants in the new year, in the new season. And how does God's word from Joshua 1 prepare us for this new season ahead? And as God has encouraged Joshua, let his word encourage you tonight. Be strong. Be strong and courageous. If you observe the structure of today's text from verse 6 to verse 9, just four verses, you will see a divine pattern from God. Be strong and courageous because you will lead the people to inherit the land which I have promised. Be strong and courageous. Be careful to obey the law. Do not let this book of the law depart from your mouth. Meditate on it. Careful to do what it says. And then finally, be strong and courageous for I am with you. So three times, three times God commanded Joshua to be strong and courageous. How then can we be strong and courageous? Today's text reviews three ways. Three Ps. The first, promise. God tells Joshua, if you're going to be strong and courageous, you have to cling on to the promise that I've given to you and your ancestors. The only way you can be strong is to trust in the promises of God. Because God has promised to give them the land which he had sworn to the forefathers to do so. Did you know that the promise was given to Abraham, to Isaac, to Jacob, and then to all Israel? This promise is part of the covenantal relationship that God has with his ancient people. Now, simply put, God was telling Joshua, I made you and your ancestors a promise, and I'm going to keep it. And this promise is part of the covenantal relationship I have with you. If you ask me, this is the heart of the matter. Our strength and courage will not come from any self-generated effort or inspiration. It will not come from any human planning, programs, and strategies. By the way, by now you should know you need to prepare for Chinese New Year. Because all the supermarkets, supermarkets everywhere is playing Chinese New Year music. Everywhere is about Chinese New Year. It's telling you, prepare ahead. Plan ahead. But my friends, that's not going to give you the strength and courage you need. As we close 2023 and look to 2024, as we look at what's happening in the world, the struggles, the pain, the conflicts, the brokenness, the suffering. We need to cling on to the promises of God. Amen. We cling on to that promise because you and I have a covenantal relationship in Jesus Christ. Hebrews 9.15 tells us that Jesus Christ is the mediator of that new covenant we have. Which means that Christ is the one that makes that covenant a reality. He's the mediator. He makes it a reality. 
And so hear me out, my friends. In 2024, you have in Jesus Christ the forgiveness of your sins. You have in Jesus Christ the high priest that will intercede for you and pray for you. At times in the new year, when you ask God, God, can I be forgiven for this mistake I've made? You can, my friend. If you repent and turn to our Lord Jesus Christ, you can be set free. You can have the life abundant. That's a promise of God. And sometimes you will go to God in the new year and say, God, can I overcome this sinful habit, this fleshly desire? And the answer is yes, because in Christ you have the resurrection power to overcome sin and death. You may go to God and say, God, I need your peace. I look at 2024 and things are happening at home, in a health situation. And my friends, in Christ, you have a peace that passes all understanding. You go to God and say, God, I need your wisdom to handle this matter at home. And then in Christ, you have wisdom that comes from above. At the start of a new year, is there something you are facing that makes you fearful? And you say, Lord, I need your courage. Today you turn to our God, who is faithful to keep his promises. Today you lay that burden down. You surrender the assignments that await you, the hopes that you cherish in your heart. You lay them at the foot of the cross and say, Jesus, you are faithful to keep every promise. Do you know that Joshua 21, 45 tells us that not one of God's promises to the ancient Israelites failed. Not one. Everyone was fulfilled. So at the start of this new year, what are God's promises from his word to you? Would you take time to seek him? And you will find him with all your heart when you seek him like that. And when you discern and know, you hold on to his promises for he is faithful. Can I hear an amen to that? Then you will be strong and courageous. That's the first P. The second P is priority. Verse 7 to 8 tells us, that God wants Joshua to understand to be strong and courageous, you have to put God first. And for the ancient Israelites, the priority is God's law. Why the law? Because the law of the ancient Israelites, the law of the Lord, defines the covenantal relationship between God and his ancient people. It was the Torah, the law that provides the framework the instruction manual for the Israelites to engage in covenantal relationship with God. And that's why the law of the Lord was a priority because the Israelites were entering a land which threatened to destroy the very framework of relationship with God. The promised land was very abundant. It was abundant in fertility, but it was filled with temptations of idol worship. And everything that was against the covenantal relationship, it was in the promised land as well. And that's why the ancient people of God needed to get their foundations right. And the only way that the framework or system can be internalized is when you speak it, you meditate on it, and you act on it. And we can understand why. That's why in verse 8, there are three emphasis about the priority of the law of the Lord. Number one, do not let it depart from your mouth, which means speak about it continually. Number two, you are to meditate on it always, which means think about it always. Number three, you are to be careful to do it, which means obey it and to act on it continually. Then the outcome is prosperity and success because this is your priority. And I call this the SAT principle, the SAT principle, not SAT, but SAT. It's to speak, act, and think. You see, my friends, when something is of 
priority to you. You will tell others about it. You will speak to others about it. And many of you do this so well on social media. You publicize a food that you have eaten. You publicize a cafe or coffee you have drunk. You publicize an attraction that you have been to. In my recent very family holiday to, to, to Bangkok, we received recommendations of where to go in Bangkok because people were speaking about it with so much gusto and pride. My friends, when you are excited about something, you will act on it quickly. You will queue overnight for the launch of the latest iPhone. You will think about it all the time. Someone was telling me he was trying to buy a car from Toyota and every car that he saw on the road became Toyota's because he was thinking about which best Toyota car to buy. And so my friends, this is, this is the secret of the recipe. The only way for a framework or system to be internalized in you is when you speak it, you think it, and you do it. So my friends, what is a priority for you in the new season? If you truly want courage, spiritual courage, then my friends, speak to God in prayer. Speak to others about God. Internalize what God means to you when you do that. Number two, act in obedience. Serve and love others. Three, think. Think about God daily, reflecting on His Word. Worship helps you think about God. Confessing your sins helps you think of the importance of God. Examination every day helps you realize the priority of God in your life. What then is the outcome? The outcome is prosperity and success. God promises the ancient Israelites that if they were to prioritize Him, they were to talk, think, and act on the law, then they will be prosperous, they will be successful. Is this a formula for material blessing? It is not, my friends. This verse is not to be used as an automatic promise of material prosperity. If you prioritize God thinking that you will be materially blessed, you will be utterly disappointed. Instead, my friends, we have in Christ the abundance of every spiritual blessing. That's what we have in Jesus Christ. And when you prioritize God as first and you take time to be with Him, then I tell you that you will be successful in the eyes of the Lord, not in the eyes of man. We will be abundant in the spiritual blessings of God in the new year and not just the material and the temporal blessings of God. And so turn to your neighbor and say, have a sad new year. I don't mean a sad new year, but a sad new year. Speak, act, and think new year where you will internalize that relationship that you have with God. That's how you're strong and courageous. Finally, the last P. And that's the closest to my heart. The last P, presence. Presence. You know, God told Joshua, be strong and courageous. This is not a word to the nation of Israel. This is a personal word to Joshua. Remember this. He goes to Joshua and says, be strong. Be courageous, Joshua, because I will be with you. God was saying to Joshua, your strength and courage comes from me being with you. So Joshua, I will be with you when you lead, when you fight the battles, when you have to make difficult decisions, when you celebrate victories over your enemies, when you wrestle with the mistakes that you make. I will be with you when you strive, when you rest, when you rejoice, when you cry. Joshua, I am with you. The heart of Christian discipleship is not just a belief, but 
the permanent presence of God. That's the heart of discipleship. A lot of us are caught up with what we believe in. But let me suggest to you that the heart of discipleship is to live as though God is with us. Our feelings don't determine God's presence. Sometimes we may feel that God is not with us, but He's right there. It is our faith that keeps us trusting in God's presence. Sometimes we don't feel like God is there because our hearts are not right with Him. Example, when our motives are impure or when when we are disobedient, sometimes it's because of guilt and shame. And sometimes in the midst of pain and suffering, it feels like God is really, really far away. But God does not leave us. He's right there. He promises His abiding presence. So this new year, 2024, would you put your faith in a God who is with you? This is a photo taken by National Geographic photographer George Steinmetz. He took it from the point of view of his paraglider. It's a picture of a herd of camels in western Oman going to graze. In fact, it won the picture of the year in 2005. Now, here's the amazing thing. From where the photograph was taken, the camels were actually the tiny white lines you see on the photo. You actually cannot see them very clearly on the photo. The shape of the black figure where you make out the camels, these are actually the shadows. The shadows. And the camels were oblivious to the shadows they were casting because of the sun. The sun was with them wherever they went. They didn't know that, but the sun was right at their back. My friends, you have the sun of righteousness who is more powerful than you can ever imagine with you in your every situation and circumstances. The Lord says to Joshua, I will be with you wherever you go. Today, let's humble ourselves to ask for the gift of faith, to trust that God is sovereignly in control. What I will do and what I've done during the day is to pause, to take a deep breath, turn my heart to God and say, Lord, you are, you are right there with me. Help me to be with you. You are there. You are there with me, but help me to be with you. In this new year, would you tune your heart to his presence and let strength arise. Let's be strong and let's be courageous. As I close, you know, as I reflect on 2023, it really hasn't been an easy season at times. This year, I lost three friends. Pastor Juliet, Yusuf Kham, and Joe Chen. He left very suddenly. And I'm, still, and I'm still feeling the grief. And I still miss them very, very much. And I asked the Lord, Lord, I really don't want to lose any more friends in the new year. I really do not want to go through a season where I have to react and respond and find a grief creep some on me every now and then. And to be honest, I started 2023 with COVID, sick for a week. And I said, what if I start a new year with COVID? Crazies are going up, right? And the Lord told me, Raymond, don't look at the what if fear. Have an even if faith. It's not about the what ifs. 
It's about the even if. Even if someone were to go suddenly. Even if I were to lay sick in bed. Even if the plans for the church will not materialize as planned. Even if I can be strong. I can be courageous. The world tells us to rise again and again till lambs become lions. That's a quote from the movie Robin Hood. Rise again till lambs become lions. And I will tell the world that I will only be a lion if the lion of Judah is with me. And I need the lion of Judah. And he's right there with me. So my friends, don't seek a courage that the world gives. But have a holy courage. A courage that is set apart. A courage that comes from resting in God's promises. A courage that comes from putting God first as your priority in seeking and serving Him. A courage of knowing His presence with you no matter where you go. And may this be your posture in the new year. As you enter a new season, as you take on a new journey, the Lord is with you. Be strong and be courageous. Let's pray. Father, we pray that the word declared this evening will bring courage to us as we step into the new year. Lord, we want to be confident of your goodness that runs after us as we seek to follow hard after you. So help us to follow hard after you, O Lord. When we surrender all of 2023, the good, and also the not so good to you. And Father, we pray this evening, would you redeem all our failures? Keep us humble despite our successes. And may we look forward to a new year with you as we surrender ourselves anew to you. So Lord, come, teach us to be strong and courageous for the new season that lies ahead. As we come to your table, give us your grace to respond to be your faithful disciples in the new year. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.